When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bulls Nation, welcome in to CSGO Bulls Postgame, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join by my guys, Big Dave. Bow! BNWL Sports. Nice! Will the Goat. Will underscore Gottlieb. Reunited with our pal and our producer, Joey Spathis. Follow him at Joey Spathis. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Joseph, missed you on Wednesday. Been a busy week for you, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. Glad to be back, obviously. So, Bulls win. Happy Bulls win. Here. Bulls do win. On top of Cubs win yesterday, Sox mm-hmm. win yesterday. Mm-hmm. How, how are our White Sox doing right now, Dave? Still leading the Strohs 1-0, I believe. As far as I last I saw, yes, it was 1-0. Still up on the Strohs on the World Series champions. Just stacking Strohs. W's in Chicago yesterday and today. That's what it's supposed to be. And the uh, Cubs will stack another one tomorrow. Thank you for joining us, Bulls Nation. Bulls cruise to a victory over the Hornets in this one. 121-91 to was the final. Give the Hornets credit. They hung in there for three quarters ish uh largely thanks to some hot shooting from some no-name players yeah uh the hornets were down most of their actual roster in this one what did you say will seven of their top eight guys were sitting in tonight's game yeah Yeah. and then pj washington and then pj washington left left after 12 minutes came in hit a three and you're like oh is this another one of those pj washington against the bulls games Mm -hmm. no warriors were like let's or uh hornets were like let's not risk this yeah Let's not risk getting a win accidentally here. <laughs> PJ, you're done for the night. I mean, uh, I said it to you somewhere around the third quarter, Dave, and it held mm-hmm. true. The Hornets had one of their starting five finish in double figures of points scored, and that one player was Fee McKaylick. Wow, and I wouldn't know who that was <laughs> at all, ever. Yeah, I Thanks, mean, the Hornets, Hornets are going to horn it. You know, that's how it goes. They beat a couple teams, you know, uh, early on, which kind of made them kind of formidable, I guess, against guys. And then P.J. Washington was coming off of like a 43-point game Mm -hmm. that he had. So, yeah, a lot of guys sitting, but, you know, they were out there shooting. They really were. The three-point shot kept them in the game, kept them close, and then they remembered, oh, we have to do other things outside of hitting three-point shots. And that's where they got into trouble is when you have to do other things. And the turnovers came very early uh, for them. I believe they ended up with 13. 13 turnovers, which is not bad because I believe they had eight in the first quarter, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. But it was tough, you know, for them doing that. But like Matt said, you know, give them credit because they it didn't stop them from playing. They still played hard. They still, like I said, were hitting those threes and, you know, trying to stay in the game. But at some point in time, you're going to need real NBA players, Will, to, to win a game. And they just didn't have that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, you're at such a talent deficit that it's just nearly impossible to win these games. Um, we were all fans of Mark Williams in the draft. Obviously, you guys more than I was. Mm-hmm. But he looked really good. Um, Bryce McGowan's looked all right at moments. Svi obviously had some some uh, 
threes that went up, but Their James leading Booknight scorer, was yeah. the, Booknight the one guy off the bench with 22 points. At one point, I think he was seven of 10, finished eight of 16, Oof. six of 11 on threes. So he kind of helped them go. But like this Hornets team since the all-star break, I believe is the number one defense in the NBA. Yes, absolutely. So they're right. playing hard, obviously missing some guys, but for the Bulls to put up 121 on them, um, 127 offensive rating and then hold them to 95 offensive rating. I mean, that's just way out talenting a team. <laughs> I mean, there's really, there's only so much you can do with that roster. Yeah. Only so much, man. And you saw just how much you, you saw do. exactly what yeah. you can do <laughs> you saw exactly with a roster do. full of T.O. Maladon and Svi Mikhailux. Full of creative players. You know, and on the bull side of things, it was kind of just, it was, it was such a blah game. Like, that was the most snooze fest of a game that we've watched this season snooze that ended fest. in the Bulls' favor as opposed to a snooze fest because the Bulls are losing big. But you got 20-plus from each of your big three, Zach, DeMar, and Vooch. And it was none of them went off tonight. It was just sort of like, okay, they're all taking their turns. None of them had a wildly efficient night. Um, DeMar finished 8 of 15, Vooch 9 of 14, Zach 7 of 18. They all got to the free throw line, DeMar and Zach seven times each, Vooch four times. It was just balanced, and it was the Bulls' big three taking care of a, no offense, a joke of a Hornets roster that they threw out there. And they, uh, the other silver lining, nobody, as far as the Bulls starting five is concerned, had to play big minutes. Yeah. DeMar cool. led the Bulls with 33. That's not funny. <laughs> Love Stewie. Uh, 30 minutes for Vooch, 29 for Zach. Mm. Pat Bev, 24. And Caruso, who the Bulls are still managing with that foot sprain, only 21. Mm. You, you cruise to a victory. And you didn't need a whole lot other than your big three saying, here's 20, here's 20, here's 20. And that's sexy. Um, because it's sexy, and I know it. <laughs> because the Bulls have been trying to have this kind of game this season, remember? Right. They, they would take, you know, their foot off the pedal, you know, and then the other team would blow by them and burn them. And they were like, oh, wait a minute, we got to play tonight? Oh, shit. But, yeah, they took their foot off the pedal. They played the team just right. You know, it was nothing to write home about or anything like that. It was just a regular basketball game. They imposed their will early. Uh, that's how they got all the turnovers uh, on on the Hornets, um, and then they let them know, you know, finish the game off earlier on in the uh, fourth quarter and said, okay, we're done here, and everybody went and sat down. I love those kind of wins. I love it boring when you're winning. I, I need those kind of wins. Yeah, they needed more boring wins yeah. early on. Yeah, exactly, year. exactly. But, I mean, you take them when you get them. I mean, they, they got one, and they needed one. So, give me this boring-ass win. I'll take it. It's cool with me. You need to sit down and rest because you're going to – you have an afternoon game. You have a matinee mm -hmm. uh, coming up on Sunday, man. So, and against – Against the – Oh revitalized and yes. Ja is back. Grizzlies. Yes, you got to go up against monsters. Yeah. So minus uh, Adams, right? So, which is awesome, but, but still, Jaron Jackson Jr. Even damn. still, Adams was out for their game that we played against the Grizz Correct. earlier Correct. in February, mid-February. Yes. Uh, they whooped our ass then. They so. did. And I think Jaron Jackson Jr. had five blocks in the first quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Four or yeah. five blocks. Yeah, he also put but up 20-plus yeah. points. Exactly. He's been special this year. But that's the point. You need this win. You got to keep pace because you know who you're going up against, man. So, yeah, this is a good, boring win. I will take boring wins all day long. Uh, yeah, as P. Will supporter in the comments said, this, this is a game that didn't need to happen, if you're talking about just a, a Bulls boring easy victory over these Hornets who are very much looking forward to the end of their season and losing out on their way there mm. but it did need to happen if you are someone who still wants the Bulls 
in the feasible hunt right. to leapfrog Atlanta and Toronto yep. to get to that eighth spot mm-hmm. and have two chances to get their way from the play-in to a playoff series. Let's do it. I'm not saying that that's how all of Bulls Nation feels right now, and believe me, I know. We don't all feel that way. <laughs> but if that's what you're looking at right now, and clearly if you are the Bulls, if you're Billy Donovan and his players, if you're the front office, if you're ownership, that's what you want. You want the Bulls to get two chances, not one, Correct. to get themselves back to the playoffs. Damn right. And even getting up to nine, I think, is such a big upgrade. Yeah, then you're playing your first playing game at home. At home. Yeah, we haven't really Correct. talked about it, but like the difference between playing your first home game or your first uh, playing game at home is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the step up that, that 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 gives you to then go into either Miami or um, depending on how it sort of shakes out with Brooklyn, Miami, Atlanta, Raptors all kind of being in that same. Um, just like section of the play and like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you win the first game, you got to be p- feeling pretty good. But if you obviously you lose the first game, you're out. But if you go into that position on the road, it's just daunting. Yeah, absolutely right. And you want every advantage you can have, you know, when you're in the play in. So obviously they're trying to get to that eighth seat. Uh, but yeah, like that's one thing we haven't discussed is, you know, getting to the nine and just how important that is. Because if it's Toronto that you got to go against, who none of us up here want, but if it's Toronto you got to go against, I definitely don't want to do it <laughs> at that at their home. I definitely don't want to do it there. I'd much rather do it here. Um, because that home, that's an, that's an advantage that mm-hmm. they have over there. A straight up home court advantage so yeah it's important to get these wins and eighth and try two, to move on up sorry to cut you off dave um eighth two like even though you're playing your first game away in the single elimination game for the second game right you're back at home so right, another correct. huge lug up and that is both that the both of those spots are in play right now yeah um the raptors just lost to the 76ers Bing. correct the hawks are down 20 20 to the twin, Brooklyn twin. Nets with seven minutes to go in the fourth so correct bulls are going to pull within a game of both of those teams they've got a huge game against the atlanta hawks on tuesday huge obviously we'll see what happens against the grizzlies on sunday they're losing big or i'm sorry they're up five to the clippers right now who just mm-hmm. wrecked the bulls so we'll see how that goes but there's still time They've got to make up a game now, basically, within the next five games, which is not easy to do, but not no. impossible. No. Two games for the Raptors, because they have the tiebreaker, but that speaks to the value of this Hawks game, where they can win the tiebreaker, they can cut into the lead in front of them, yep. and they can potentially secure at least one home game in right. the play-in tournament. Great and point. so when, with, with this win under their belt now, this is the one the Bulls absolutely had to have Correct. if they wanted to stay flirting with jumping to nine or maybe even eight. Mm-hmm. They now have five remaining. You got Memphis. You got um, Atlanta. Atlanta. You got Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. You got Dallas. Mm -hmm. You got Detroit. Pistons, right. Detroit. You feel good about that Detroit game. Sure. Uh, Season finale against the Pistons team that's looking forward to Wembenyama at this point. (laughs) Um, Dallas has kind of fallen apart. They can't figure out the Luka and Kyrie thing. Mm -hmm. They've both been battling various injuries throughout the back half of the season. That's not as daunting as you usually think Dallas Mavericks is on the schedule. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Bucks. that's a tough one. If the Bucks still have something to play for, three games before the end of their regular season. That's the question right there. Go ahead. That's exactly where I was going. They have a two-game lead on the Celtics right now. Obviously, the Celtics just wrecked them by about 40 points last night. They (laughs) did. They got up in them. They could have locked up the first place slot at this point. Starting to rain. Starting to rain. Coming down hard. Coming Um, down on you. 
so the, they, they might rest guys then. This, the end of the season is really interesting. I was talking about this with Mark the other day. Like, I think it's going to come back, come down to the last night. Yeah, it's going to come yeah. down to Sunday. I agree with you, and and for me, that's fun. Like, I, I like that kind of stuff when stuff is still going to matter the last game of the season for multiple teams. You know what I mean? Not just one squad. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm still in that mode. Like, they, I'm glad they're saying every game is a game seven, but not just giving lip service to it. Mm-hmm. Actually, going out there and performing, you know, and and playing their best to get these wins, man, and getting these guys healthy. Is the most important part now because we have we we won't see them whole as a team because I'm counting Lonzo in this. Right. But if we get Javante back, it'll probably be the most whole that they can be. You know what I'm saying on, on this roster right now. So hopefully we get him back, man, and we move forward. And having Drummond back tonight also was awesome. You know what I'm saying dealing with what he was dealing with. Great to see him back. Great to see him back. Him coming back in, getting you t- uh, two points. What do you have? Ten rebounds? Am I right? Eleven rebounds. Eleven rebounds in 14 minutes. Awesome stuff, man. Like, so that's good to see him do those things. Especially well. in the game following the Bulls getting absolutely worked on the Destroyed. boards on Wednesday. It's like, oh, thank you, Drummond. Oh, this Appreciate is you're that. Here. Yes. Thank Appreciate you for being that. here, sir. Appreciate uh, this. Our guys, C-Red UK in the comments saying much love to Andre. Solid game after everything. Dare we say, Goon of the Night. Well, stay mm, tuned and find out. Stay tuned to find out. Um, I've seen some people giving some love to Kobe in the comments. Geo saying Kobe, 11, four boards, seven assists, holding down the point guard for a while was nice yet another strong game from kobe white yeah Yeah. actually finished yeah 11 seven dimes five boards uh in 26 minutes he just keeps tacking on these solid games off the bench that make you think the bulls need to keep this guy around next season um it's the it's the assist for me for Kobe that, that's and, and that's really the thing it, he's been averaging like four or five assists yeah, over yeah. the last couple of months yeah it seems like yeah because seven tonight I believe he had nine last yeah. game and mm-hmm. nine eight. last game five six nine. It's awesome, Slinging man. dimes? Yeah. He's, he's finding cats, man. So, yeah. And he's found his three-point shot. And he's found the shot. Three of five tonight. Makes everything complete. Makes everything come together. And did it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Makes everything come together. and Makes it complete. So, yeah, man. Shout out to Kobe White, man. Getting it at the right time. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Getting it together. So, shout out to him for that. Nice to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also want to talk about the minutes we got from one Patrick Williams off the bench tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we will do that coming up on the other side of this break. Yeah. While we're sharing some words from our friends and sponsors, do us a solid. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along with us on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed, of course, to that CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Tonight's episode of Post Game here at CHGO brought to you by our friends at FOCO. Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams. That's the HGO. Mm-hmm. So get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the Madhouse, from the north side to the south side. <laughs> Why is he so angry? Baseball's back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> get decked out like DeMar. Like DeMar. <laughs> With apparel from the leader in sports, merch, and collectibles. FOCO. Maybe you're looking for the perfect gift for that football fan in your life. Getting ready for... Bears, NFL draft. You need to be properly attired for the NFL draft. You and your friends, get your gear at FOCO. It has you covered with hoodies that fight that Lake Michigan breeze and also the monsoon that's passing through the West Loop right now. Seriously. You, you, y'all could hear this coming down on the roof of our CSGO studios. Yeah. Woo. It's happening. Stay safe Everyone out there. Everyone seek shelter. Wind. It's on the way. We all got a weather advisory beep pop up on our phones while we were sitting over there Just watching the fourth quarter. <laughs> 
good question. question. Good question. You know where probably. you find the answer to that question? Where's Foco. that? Foco.com. Foco.com. F-O-C-O.com. And <laughs> check that Foco. link Foco. in the description of our YouTube episode. For all non-presale items, use promo code <laughs> CHGO at checkout, and you will get 10% off your order. One more time, that's promo code CHGO at checkout of Foco. F-O-C-O.com. Dot com. And I guess it's that time. Hmm? It's that time, Matt, Will, Joey, where Joey we just got, got to up, took his headphones off. Slow it down. Ooh. Take your time, Joseph. Cause it's all about Ooh. going slow. Dimming the lights. Lights low. Oh yeah. Fellas, I'm talking to you. You know when that time comes. You got your lady with you. You got your partner with you. You're in the boudoir. You turn on the music. You're playing In the Rain by the Dramatics. I want to go outside in the rain. Make sound crazy. It's time. But oh no, you're not ready. You're not Roman ready. Guys, we know you want to have a better life in the boudoir. 50% of men have those symptoms and they want to enjoy getting it in. Don't you? Don't you want to have a better life in the bedroom? If so, you're not alone. Roman is here to help you. The digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve, maintain, and keeps the right thing on your brain. That's what Roman does. Those discreet wipes, shh, it'll be your secret, (laughs) that help you last four times longer in bed. I said one, two, three, quattro. In bed. Men with that low T, getting testosterone levels back to normal can help you increase that libido. Roman offers testosterone tests, y'all. And if it's appropriate for you, treatment for low T. No waiting rooms, no hassles, no problems, just results. So, yes, to learn more how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to R. O.co slash chgo to get 20% off your first order. That's R.co slash chgo. 20% off. Don't just be ready, fellas. Be Roman ready. Yeah. Damn. That's right. I feel like I'm Roman ready just listening to that. That's right. Put it on. <laughs> Get ready. Renewable, rechargeable review said, let the rain come down. Let the rain come down. Uh, our guy, Mark K, saying, comment, dim the light, save some energy during the Roman ad read. Hashtag cross promotion. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eco being saying, I need a cigarette after this. <laughs> Uh, oh, Juice Joe, I see you. I see you. everybody with their raindrops. <laughs> raindrops keep falling on my head. Yes. What is uh, Alex has the uh, the tri carrot emoji? What is that? Mean? I think it's phallic. 
not. Mm-hmm. I would. I that would have been my first assumption. Is that so, what it was? It was phallic in nature. But this thank is the you. second time you've our, had confusion about well, phallic I know, emojis. You're, you're, you're our Gen Z emoji translator. What was it last time? Uh, Eggplant bicycle. Yeah, <laughs> bicycle, which actually meant a dick riding. Dick riding. There you go. Correct. Yeah. Eggplant yeah, bicycle. bicycle. That was Thank classic. God for Joey. Yes. Well, that so do classic. some people like our friend Alex here use a carrot instead of an eggplant? I've actually never seen the carrot. Transcribe a I could be genitalia r- in emoji form? I could be wrong. That's not what he's going for because I've never seen the carrot, but that's okay. my that's my guess. The other thought uh, I had, the other guess was like, <laughs> like, like dangling a carrot. You know, okay. like if you have, if you're Roman ready, then you're... <laughs> dangling the carrot so to speak okay mm. oh you know okay i see what you're saying i see where you're at alex says some vitamins <laughs> is that what the carrots need some vitamins <laughs> get your roman on y'all get your roman on get it on get it on um, break it down. William Peters in the comments said this was Axe's worst twenty point game ever. To be honest, glad it didn't hurt us. I mean, okay, if if you want to nitpick Zach tonight because he had his not most efficient night because he was seven of eighteen. That's not terrible. Um, he was also three of six from downtown and six of seven at the free throw line. That's not terrible either. <laughs> he only, he uh, he had three assists and only one turnover. Like well, I don't know what yeah, you're nitpicking with Zach tonight. Yeah, seriously. I really don't. Seriously. And it's not a game where they needed him to be, you know, correct fourth dimensional amazingness, Zach. Correct. But like he he spread his offense around tonight again, willingly admitting not his most efficient night. Right. But he scored inside, he scored outside, he mm-hmm. got to the free throw line, he kept the turnovers down. What more do you want from him on a night where he doesn't need to try that hard for the Bulls to win easy? Yeah, I think he did not play his best game. I agree with that. Was kind of struggling at the rim a little bit, especially early on. But mm-hmm. down the stretch, I think he really brought his numbers up. He was getting blocked yeah. a couple times by like Mark Williams. Mm-hmm. Guys like that were giving him trouble. But he definitely, I thought got back up to a, a certain level there towards the end. Yeah, not a, not a bad game uh, at all for him, for me. Like, you're right. There were certain ones that he might have struggled with. There were turnovers he would make, you know, early on in the game. But, yeah, it was just a normal-ass game. Like, it wasn't nothing that, you know, was going to hurt anything or change anything. Give me your 20, hit my catch and shoots, get to the line, you know, get to the line when you can, Seven, and give me your highlights. Yeah. He gave I me, mean, he did all we'll those things. You know, you know who flirted with a 20-point night whose game I thought deserved more scrutiny? Who's this? Patrick Williams. Ooh. Yeah, he finished with 15. Talk to him. Five of 10. <laughs> Don't do He that. hit three of his six three-point <laughs> attempts tonight just like Zach did. But And I saw somebody else mention this in the comments <laughs> earlier. Apologies, I can't remember who it was. How how many times do we have to sit there and watch a night where our power our start well I guess he's not our starting power forward starting. anymore no, no, no. but he's still a quote unquote power forward who played twenty plus minutes off the one rebound one zero zero Actually, zero rebounds yeah sorry the one was from the other night that they just played <laughs> zero rebounds mm-hmm. how. <laughs> and it's it's like if if you want to say okay well Patrick Williams it's not one of the elements of his game that we're focused on being like an elite skill of his mm-hmm. okay <laughs> if you would rather see him score points to rebound okay like I at least I understand that yeah but his coach has said repeatedly to him and the press Pat go grab some damn rebounds mm-hmm. and then bring the ball up after you grab a damn rebound mm-hmm. I. How, how do you watch nights where Patrick Beverly has eight, nine, ten rebounds 
and Patrick Williams has zero. Yeah. I do not understand it, and it's starting to bug me. Ooh. P. Will supporter, a.k.a. fake Big Dave, mm-hmm. um, says... Wants us to take into account that it's because, you know, in his in his increased bench role, he's playing alongside Drummond more. Oh, So Drummond gets all the rebounds. But, I mean, Kobe White plays alongside him as well. He had five rebounds, man. Just just playing devil's advocate. I hear you. I hear you. It's a fair thing to acknowledge. It is. A very fair it's thing a factor. to acknowledge. It it's is. Also, I mean, Drummond played 14 minutes tonight. Pat played 24. So it's not like they're completely lined Gig. up. I, I wrote about this after last game because – this was sort of a, a talking point, and Billy was addressing it post game. It's not like I think rebounding has. There's this idea about rebounding where it's like I want the ball more than you do, so I'm just going to go up and get it. And I don't mm-hmm. think it's like really that simple. Like the idea is that you're supposed to, especially with teams that don't have like four, three or four Vooch type of rebounders, you kind of have to gang rebound. And so the idea is you're supposed to. Um, get to the blocks and to the elbows and secure those areas of the floor because that's typically where the ball bounces, Mm -hmm. especially in today's game where you're shooting a lot of threes. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times on those long shots, if Patrick's at the block, the ball's bouncing over his head. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times he goes, he dives too far to where he can't get the rebound, but he does go after them. Sure. Um, Sometimes he just gets out rebound. Like that happens for sure. But and like zero rebounds is is inexcusable. He he should ha- he should not have any games where he has zero rebounds. But I do think it there's there's a little bit more nuance there than just Patrick doesn't want the ball, so he got zero rebounds tonight. Yeah, I don't think he's figured out that that science yet of it of rebounding. Um, I love. I mean, we love watching him. At least me personally, I love watching him go up and get those rebounds when he's using that athleticism, who just jumps higher than everyone and snatches it from them. You just want to see him do that often. But you're right. I agree with you. Zero is inexcusable. I don't care who you're playing with. Like, bro, like you're the second. Marco sec- Simonovic had a rebound. Come on, man. Daylon Terry Daylon had, a Terry rebound. had a rebound. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're just saying a rebound. That's all. But I don't think it was just. I mean, no rebounds, no assists, no blocks, and one steal. I mean, I get that, you know, but I like the 15 points. I do. I enjoy the fit because it's about buckets. Shout out, uh, rest in peace, Bill Russell. But it's about buckets. You know, you got to get those buckets. But you can't not have no rebounds. You know, like I'm, I would one, two, okay, I got it. But zero is what makes it glaring when, it, when you look at the rest of the stat line. Because yeah. that's the first one you saw that Matt went to. It wasn't – he wasn't going to steals. He wasn't going to assists. He wasn't going to blocks. But he was definitely going straight to the rebounds because he's like, you're huge. Grab a rebound right there, man. So, yeah. But I thought he did play better offensively I thought he picked it up I thought mm-hmm. offensively because at first I thought I was like dude what's going on out here but then he started hitting his threes uh three or six from the three-point line which is awesome and, and this is why I tell Pete Will supporter dude because he hits the threes does not make him a threat <laughs> I don't think you understand what threat means so we don't have to rehash that again bro but I'm glad that he get those open shots you know from the baseline that was great to see from him you wanted to see him take it coast to coast. You got to see that, a little bit of that, him actually running the floor. Yeah, and the one steal that he got, and then there was another fast break opportunity where he just, like you said, ran down the court and, and had a layup. What mm. I want to see more of from him, and we see this occasionally, is like one created shot where right. he like does something to get himself a shot. Because a lot of these are wide open catch and shoots coming off of kickout passes or a steal transition type of layup. And that's great. He also got to the free throw line twice. Um, he needs to do that. Like, that is the key to being an efficient scorer, especially if you're not a super high volume 
and efficiency three-point shooter, which he has done a really good job of this year. But, like, if he wants to take a step from, like, 10 points per game to 15, which is what he had tonight, he has got to either become a higher volume three-point shooter or and or get to the free throw line a lot more. Mm-hmm. And getting to the free throw line requires him to attack closeouts, to break guys down off the dribble. And he hasn't shown enough of that this year. That's my number one thing I want him to focus on this summer is his handle so that he can yes. just get all the way to the rim. Yes, 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 and yes some more. Definitely focus on those handles because I like how you said it, Will. Like, that will change his game more than any other skill yep. that he's got. That will change his game. The person you can look at immediately is Kobe White because you see how his whole game has changed because mm-hmm. he actually can dribble a basketball now and cross you over and put it behind his back. It opens up certain things. And especially since we know Pat likes to actually have the ball and facilitate and get everybody involved – Having handles makes that better, makes it easier. Like, if you want to be like Kawhi, Kawhi can actually get down, you know, with the dribbles. You know, he's got them handles, man. That's what makes him formidable. That's why he can create his own shot, you know, that way. And that's what that stuff adds to and what Will is kind of saying. um, is That's what it does. Like, then you can start talking about creating your own shot, getting a signature shot, you know, doing those things when you can actually have a handle and a dribble. There are too many examples to point to that this man is right about this, you know what I'm saying, on this team. Yeah. But, yeah, that is incredibly important, incredibly important. He's got to get that together. Of course, our guy Mark K is chiming in in the comments saying the level of bag carrying for a mid-former number four overall pick is (laughs) off the charts. We know, Mark. We know that's how you feel. But um, uh, where was that Golden Force comment who said, uh, you know, what – the you know, the average number four pick has that Pat doesn't have. Pat needs the same thing other top four picks have had, being spoon-fed the ball and time to make mistakes. It is hard to compare. And, and I, I guess if you want to frame this as me defending Pat, going back to not his rebounding, but his scoring, somebody tweeted at us, our CHO Bulls Twitter account the other day, Okay, quote tweeting a Scotty Barnes stat line from ah, his yes. game I remember this. the other night, mm-hmm. and it was like 22 points, 7 boards, 12 assists. Mm-hmm. And this person asked us, why can't Pat do this nightly? Because <laughs> Scotty's a better And player. I was like, um, by nightly, you mean average a damn near triple double with 20 points, 10 plus assists and seven or eight boards every night. You're asking why Pat can't do that on a nightly basis Mm -hmm. on his team. That's Jokic numbers. Well, I mean, (laughs) we'll just give the fact that right now, Scotty Barnes looks to be a better and more productive player than Patrick Williams. Sure. No one's arguing that. Yeah. On this team, as this roster is constructed, if you think that Pat is falling short of your expectations because your expectations are a damn near 20-point triple-double, what fucking planet are you on? <laughs> he is, at best, the fourth option on this team, and now he's not even that because he ain't starting. <laughs> and, you you know, you can look at either side of the coin and say, well, it's Pat's fault that he's not that. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. It's his third year in the NBA coming off of essentially missing the entirety of his second year with an injury. Yeah. And he's on a team with the guys we said just cakewalked their way through 20 points apiece tonight. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand those Bulls fans who are like, why isn't Pat 15 to 20 every night? <laughs> I think part of the You thing- have to move DeMar and or Vooch if, if Pat's going to turn into that offensively. Mm-hmm. I think that there is definitely a lot of truth to that, but there's also, I think, an argument to be made for the fact that the attention that those guys get and the way that defenses load up on them 
It should give him more opportunity. It should give him so much more opportunity to create, or I'm sorry, to attack closeouts. He is open a ton. He gets the ball on these kickout passes where he hesitates and doesn't shoot it, or he does shoot it, or he dribbles into space and hits like a you know pull-up jump shot. But like, mm-hmm. he really has to. I think it's his handle. He needs to get better at his handle so that he can get all the way downhill, get to the rim, draw fouls. Like he should be able to do that more when he's already playing at an advantage. When there's a defense closing out to him, that's his opportunity to get downhill because he doesn't need to create the advantage himself. And the fact that he mm. hasn't done that playing alongside Damar and Zach and Vooch, I think is a little bit concerning. Mm-hmm. We're also seeing him play on the bench where he presumably should have more opportunities. Mm-hmm. And he put up 15 tonight. That's great. But it's not like he's been scoring 15 every night. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't, hasn't really worked in any way mm-hmm. so far. And I think part of that is just his nature is not to be a high volume scorer. And that's okay. He does other things. Mm-hmm. But we all want to see him improve his scoring. And I think there are some things that he can work on over the summer that should make that a lot easier right and what made that interesting what you just said is when he does other things but I think that's why Matt was pointing it out tonight because it was basically zeros in the other columns doing the other things you know what I mean so he wasn't able to do those things and and to your point not hasn't been able to do it consistently like it'll be 15 tonight and then let's say the next game he'll have seven rebounds we talked about exactly five assists and two points you know what I'm saying we you asked me while I was at the United Center the other night what I think of Patrick's game I said, well, he was one of eight. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and yesterday, he was seven of eight. Yeah. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's inconsistency, yeah. exactly to your point. Yeah, that's that's what it is. But again, I still believe in Patrick Williams very heavily, and very Absolutely. highly, dude. 100%. I still think this dude is skilled. So when when all I'm telling you, or at least all just picking back on what Will is saying, if all we're saying here is, dude, the main thing I want you to do is learn how to dribble and get your handles together, and that will elevate your game, that lets you know that there's a lot of skill there that he already has that just just hasn't been tapped into because it's just this one little thing right here. And I, I saw um, uh, people of supporters say that. He was like, he's not the one that's dribbling. That's that's the point, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's not because he can't. He can't. <laughs> you know, and that's the reason. You can't be involved in those pick and rolls, you know, and do those things when the ball can be taken away from you so easily. You know, that's that was always Zach's trouble, you know, getting in the fourth quarter when he was always handling the ball. It, it got taken away from him. They had to take him out of that. You know, you don't see that run so much with him. It's more catch and shoot now or him actually just going to the bucket by himself. Um, so, yeah, I just, we just want that to change. And then we can, you know, have a deeper discussion after next season about Patrick and see what he is, man. But I'm, I'm with Will. It's got, I want to see that handle get better, man. That, that will make him just nasty. And the one thing I'll right. add to that is that, like, even tonight when he had 15, I don't think he did it in a way that was – atypical of him he made a couple of spot up threes he got in transition once or twice and he got one trip to the line like that's mm-hmm. not something that you wouldn't normally not see from pat mm-hmm. so i think you know bring bring back to the handle thing i think he's sort of a one-dimensional player right now in terms of he can hit spot up threes mm-hmm. and you've seen flashes of him having a mid-range jumper when he can get like one or two dribbles going to the elbow and getting into it, but he doesn't do that enough because of the handle. I think adding a handle, adding a handle, turns you from a one-dimensional player into a three-dimensional player mm. because it unlocks the dribble drive game even more than what he has right now. 
and it unlocks the passing game. We all know he's not a selfish player. Mm-hmm. He's got that lefty skip pass. Um, you know, he, he throws the extra pass when the kick out three isn't there for him. But I just think the handle is going to unlock so much to his game. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to turn into Kawhi. Right, right. But it is going to make him a more versatile offensive player. Agreed. Our guy, Mark. This, this, I mean... He outsalties me in his just <laughs> it, not that he loathes Patrick Williams, but Mark clearly loathes the stands who defend Patrick Williams and this untapped potential of his. Mm-hmm. Mark said, Patrick Williams entering year 14, averaging seven points. <laughs> There's still time for him, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Joey Williams chiming in saying the only player Mark has infinite patience for is Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> oh, Burn! Damn. Goes both ways. Burn! Um, on, on the Pat subject, and I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, Will, when you are talking about defense is needing to clog and commit to Zach and or DeMar. Our guy AK had a super chat a minute ago saying P. Will played well and under control today. In postseason, the teams will double Zach and Debo at half court. Pat has to be ready to either hit the open three or cut to the basket. Yeah. Um, That's another part of his game that changed, too, that I talked about. He doesn't cut as much yeah. anymore. We used to the, see him up and down. The slashing is not yeah. there. You will occasionally see him be the beneficiary of a solid Vooch pass or a solid Caruso pass when he's chilling in the dunker spot. Right. But that's not the same as actively just right. like making a, an aggressive cut through right. the paint to the basket. Completely agree. I used to see it a lot his rookie year. Yeah. Especially on, on the baseline. Like, he would just cut up and down the baseline or just cut in when anybody was rolling to the rim. He was cutting. Or when somebody's saying that three-point line, especially when the Bulls got an offensive rebound, he immediately would cut. You know what I'm saying? Go to the bucket. You haven't seen that as much. I don't know why. I don't know what has changed about that. But, yeah, like he, we know he got all these skills, man. We just want him to put it together. You know what I'm saying? To see it. So, yeah. It's back, I'm rolling with Patrick Williams is the bottom line. But he's definitely got some work to do. Uh, Joey, I believe we had another super chat from AK. Let's hit that now before we take our break. Um, good win against a team when I can only recognize Patrick Ewing and a guy that looked like Lou Aldang, <laughs> whose name was Thor. Thor. What um, a great name. It was, was nice to see good old Patrick Ewing uh, sitting courtside in this game. I guess MJ asked Pat hey. to come and talk to some of these young bigs that uh, Charlotte has drafted in recent years. You know Mike is loyal. Mike is kind of like your boy Jerry in that way. Like He's going to look out for his guys. Do you think Patrick Ewing asked anybody in a Hornets jersey after the game tonight, when have you ever taken that job before? <laughs> I hope he did. When did you take that? When? A one-legged step back? You practice that? You practice that shot? <laughs> you take that shot? When? <laughs> This is so great, man. And now he's not he's not coaching anymore. So maybe, you know, Mike have some room for him. We'll see. We, we <laughs> shall see. Uh, all right. When we come back, we'll wrap up. Final thoughts on tonight's win over the Hornets. And uh, it's a win. So, you know, Guna the Knights around the corner, too. Yeah, yeah. Hit that thumbs up button while we're sharing words from our friends and sponsors. Make sure you are subscribed to the CHO Sports YouTube channel. Channel. DraftKings, king of the night tonight. Who that be? Take your pick. We went with DeMar DeRozan, who of the Bulls' big three had uh, the most most efficient night, pretty much. Uh, 23 points on 8 of 15. Four dimes. Also grabbed three rebounds. One steal. And, uh, you know, kudos to really the whole big three tonight. We could have, if there were such a a thing as three kings. Mm -hmm. Which Wait, what has three kings in it? 
Uh, Some Christmas song, right? We three, we three kings, kings of Orient are. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. Call it, call it, Zach. You like Tomorrow that one? You like that? DraftKings kings of the night. Sure. You don't know the song too? <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't forget to use that promo code CHO when you sign up for your brand new DraftKings account. And when you do, you will get that incredible offer of a five dollar down bet on any NBA action. Pick whatever mm-hmm. you want: a money line, spreads, total points, overs, unders, players, props. And when you make that initial five dollar bet with promo code CHO, you will get two hundred dollars in bonus bets. What? And of course, there's always those DraftKings no sweat same game parlays. No sweat. Pick some of your most likely outcomes for one NBA game. Put them together into one parlay with boosted odds. And if it doesn't hit, no sweat because you'll get a bonus bet back only at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Wow, that is awesome, man. This thing's what you just said right there. Joey Spathis, what time is it? Good time. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Try to catch him off guard. Yeah, just make sure he's on his toes, baby. That's all. <laughs> make sure the man on he the toes ready right to there. go. You got to do it, man, and I'm proud Roman of that man. Ready. ready to go. Ready for the ball. And you should be ready for game time because it's the hottest new ticket in sight that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Everything that's sitting in that seat is under never good for the yard line. Blame goes to happen. I don't blame. Let's see those guys are just all possible with the game time. Two percent of that was actual words. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest last-minute price drops can be found in the seats you thought that you could never ever buy because you won't find better deals this season to see the shit. Hockables and. Just like here at CHGO. It's created by the fans and for the fans. And it guarantees you, your pretty, wonderful, sexy, loyal self out there, the lowest price available. So, if you love CHGO. And we know that you do. Then you'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join the 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because Will Gottlieb, what time is it? Game Time. Who? Mm-hmm. I like his little delay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. I like that. That's the upper room. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, Mark K, meanwhile, still just driving himself crazy. I'm an idiot for being triggered by P. Will sycophants. <laughs> Uh, Par Junior Sports P-Will dribbles up the court Looking for the closest teammate to pass it off to I really don't think he has many offensive flashes mm. that, I, I think that's fair mm-hmm. it, it, How often are you like Alright, like go Pat, go yeah. And then he just pulls up And or passes it off to somebody yeah, yeah. I really like this interaction So Mark K says I'm an idiot for being triggered by P-Will sycophants then P. Will Sporter says, I'm triggered for you not knowing how to spell. Were you trying to say psycho pants? No, he, he was correct. Oh, no, wow. he was right. He oh, that's embarrassing for you, P. Oh, Will Sporter. No. You don't know the word oh, sycophants? No. That's fine. Joey, do you know what psycho the word sycophant is? Yeah, okay. I know sycophants. That's why I was. Oh. That's why I brought it up to everyone's attention. Oh, man. It, it amused you, Joey, because you weren't the one who didn't know what a vocabulary <laughs> word was. <laughs> yes. You were feeling big about yourself. That's right. Yep. He's grown You're out like, here. You're oh, you, like, oh, you poor, you poor fool. He's grown out here. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think he's a fool because he doesn't. Because he if, if he doesn't know a word, I'm not going to say he's a fool because I don't jump to conclusions like that. That's, him, that's know, fair and that's admirable and good for you. I jump to conclusions about people's lack of intelligence 
a million times a day. A million times. Honestly, you should try it. It's great. <laughs> Don't listen to him, Joey. It's a much easier way to live your life. Don't to listen just to assume him. everyone else around you is stupid. Don't listen to him at all, Joey. Don't listen to that man one bit. But do listen to this. Because it's that time, Joey. Mm. There it is. Game time. Who? He's trained. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> yes, Goon of the Night is here. And before I get into it, I just want to say how excited I am because WrestleMania is this weekend. Damn it. And it's going to be on, baby. I'm two so nights, excited for you. Two nights. To watch. Two night celebration. All of those pre-written scripts Woo! play out. Dave, there's yes. an unreal feature on ESPN right now about Roman Reigns' family. I didn't realize any of this. Okay. okay. That is the craziest story I've literally ever read. Yeah, man. It's incredible. I mean, guy. to put it in basketball terms, this would literally be like if there was like 10 Hall of Fame basketball players that were all from that same bloodline. Blood related. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah, Samoans in wrestling, bro, like they they run it. That's their thing. The Rock also have Samoan. Isn't there a wrestler called just Samoa Joe? Yes, there is. That's what yes, I there is. A wrestler called Samoa wrestling Joe. wrestling that I know. Yes, he's learning. I've he has up no a thing choice. or two. He has no choice, Will. I respect it. <laughs> His hate only makes him someone to talk about it more. I don't know anything about it. Oh, you should come watch WrestleMania one time, Will. Just one time. It, oh, my God. Sit down. Oh, or the Royal Rumble, either one, either one. It's longer than sitting through a Catholic mass. <laughs> yeah. My God. And that's why it's two nights now, because the people like you couldn't sit through seven hours, which is understandable. So now they broke it up into two nights, and now you're going to get two nights, man. Roman Reigns versus I, on Sunday you're for the Universal title. I'm, I'm getting watching something oh, else entirely. I cannot wait to if watch this. If you aren't coming to my place to watch it, then I'm not watching it. <laughs> fair. Now, he's right. That's a fair point. That's a very fair point. I will be watching it. I am so excited, man. WrestleMania is the Super Bowl, dog. I can't wait to watch this. Marque, things that are fake, wrestling and P-Will's star upside. <laughs> Marque is on one today, y'all. Yes, he is. Look what y'all Would done. Would you come back to Chicago already, buddy? Look what you have done. We miss you. Goon of the night, y'all. This is what it is. Matt Peck, sir, you're goon of the night. I'm giving my goon love tonight to the Bulls broadcasting duo mm. of Stacey King That's a great and take. Adam Amin. Mm. That's a great take. They came into tonight's game with the right attitude which was it's a friday night on the road in who caresville carolina <laughs> against who caresville carolina so let's have some fun while we watch the bulls sleepwalk through three quarters and then put this dog shit excuse of an nba team away Yo. <laughs> they were on the mics cracking jokes i mean they're always lively at cracking jokes this is why we love adam and stacy yeah. they took it to a different level of dgaf tonight yeah and i appreciated every second of it yeah stacy threw a uh i want to be like mike for, for alex, alex caruso, caruso yes tonight that so is how you know 55 can you, you do, do something for me yeah, throwing the drake reference in broke joey <laughs> immediately shout out shout out to yet that's a great pick that is a great pick uh go your pick for going tonight sir i'm going andre drummond oh return game return of after Drum. After we don't know what it was that he went was going through, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. obviously missed a game, and it takes a lot of courage to say something like that publicly. Mm-hmm. And he came back and was three for four with eleven rebounds in fourteen minutes, and I just respect the hell out of him. So yeah. I'm going Andre Drummond, Goon of the Night. Shout out. Okay, all right, Spathis. I'm confident about this one. Okay, I'll go Dale and Terry. Oh, four minutes. Three points, rebound, assist, two steals yes. right away. Yes. Right. First thing, I, as soon as he checked in and got those two steals, I said, he's, he's on the short list for Goon of the Night. That's my pick. 
That's a good one, man. Every time he walks in the game, he does something. And that's why I like him so much. All right. Goon of the night, ladies and gentlemen, goes to Marco Simonovic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Marco yes. Hours. Marco Hours. Let me tell you why. Because, one, he don't play. But here's the other thing. He walked out there, and we were like, yes, it's Marco time. Immediately on the first possession, Foul. <laughs> Immediately. But not, not even, even 20 seconds in, he gets a foul. And then the shot he shot up, Will. Oh, my Lord. Brick Union layers. It was tough. But that foul is what did it for me, sir. That coming in, never playing, and immediately getting a foul in less than 10 seconds for me makes you good of the night, Marco. This belongs to you, sir. Go ahead, Will. I just wanted to add a, about the foul, which was – that it was on a long rebound. <laughs> Somebody else chased it down, clearly had possession, as Marco was still running it down. <laughs> the dude has possession of the ball, and Marco's still going after him. Just body checks him. Yes, he did. Foul. Yes, he did, man. Oh, that is some goon behavior right that there from Marco. Tristan Thompson-esque. Yes, it's, goon it's behavior. Good that he sees that opportunity, because it may have been his only shot at getting goon of the night Correct. all season. There's not a lot of season left. Not a lot of season. And that is the first and maybe last we will see of Marco Simonovic getting real minutes. Oh, man, dog. All those people out there in Bulls Nation clamoring for Marco. Are, Look what he's doing with Windy City. 20 and 10, you know, double doubles left and right. <laughs> okay. All right. G League ain't the NBA. All right. It is not. But, but I'm happy Shout for out him. to you, Marco. Happy for Marco. Oh, no, shout out to you, man. And it was nice knowing you. Keep working, baby. Keep working, Marco. <laughs> Keep working. Don't listen to this guy. Keep working, man. Keep working. Keep working. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on a Friday night. Bulls get the win. Mania! Stay in that hunt. Uh, Hawks and Raptors take L's. Yes. One game back of 8th slash ninth. Still in there, y'all. It's getting fun, man. Still in there. It's getting fun. Yeah. Yay! Uh, we are off tomorrow, back Sunday. Bulls, Grizzlies, another Sunday matinee, 2.30 tip-off. Mm -hmm. We will be here for post-game yes. following Bulls, Grizzlies. In the meantime, follow Will on Twitter, Will underscore Gottlieb. He grown. Read everything he's writing for us at all. CHGO.com. Adult. Big Dave is at BOW. B-A-W-L Sports. In your face. Our man Joey Spathis at Joey Spathis still owes me a term paper. Joey 1K. Uh, we are CHGO underscore Bulls. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. Appreciate you, Bulls Nation. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't yet on your way out. We appreciate it greatly. Subscribe to CHGO Sports on YouTube. We will talk to you Sunday. See you, Red. Be good. Peace. Yeah.